The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The decisions you make in your health choices can truly reflect the current and future course of your life. Welcome to Wise Chats, Simple Talk, Profound Wisdom, with your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Our show will bring leading-edge expertise to deep challenges faced by individuals and humanity. We'll draw on ancient wisdom as well as the latest research from our diverse guests. Now, here is Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook. Welcome to the show. Today, we have a very special treat for you. We're going to be looking at healing relationships through TAT, how to have heaven on earth. Is it possible to live in heaven on earth every day? How can you find a place inside to forgive, let go of blame, and enjoy yourself and people you love as they are? What can you do if you're mad at God? maybe don't want to admit it and are afraid of the consequences. If you're feeling like your closest friends' relationships drag you down, there are things you absolutely can't forgive yourself or others for, or you're feeling out of touch with your true nature or God, you can't be happy or feel like life is heaven on earth. You might have had shining moments that come and go, but they don't last. Meanwhile, misery can feel like it drags on forever, especially in the relationships that matter most to us. How can we feel connected to a deep source of happiness within? We'll discover the three keys to heaven on earth, the way to tap into eternal happiness inside, assessing your power to forgive and what forgiveness really means, and the three-minute path to getting happier with God. For our very special guest today, we have Tapas Fleming, a licensed acupuncturist who has been uh, in practice since 1987. She specializes in the treatment of allergies when she first started searching for a simple, effective treatment that she developed into what's called TAT in 1993. Tapas soon realized that in addition to relieving her patients' allergic reactions, TAT was clearing the effects of the past stressful or traumatic experiences in an easy, gentle way. Now one of the most celebrated leaders in energy psychology, Tapas has taught TAT to hundreds of thousands of enthusiastic people worldwide. She always finds it a great pleasure to teach TAT because it is so empowering and liberating. 
It supports people in creating a vibrant, healthy life full of meaning and fulfillment. Tapas lives in Torrance, California, where she teaches and uses TAT with clients. And we're excited that she has a a grant through Kaiser Permanente Center for Health Research to study the effectiveness of TAT. That's amazing, Tapas. And I'm so delighted to have you on the show and welcome you to share with our listening audience the many benefits of TAT. Welcome to our show, Tapas. Yay. Thank you, Mary Jo. <laughs> Thanks for having me on your show. Well, it's it's my pleasure, and, and perhaps we need to start in uh, saying something about what do you think is unique about TAT? Um, well, I think that one of the unique things about it is that nobody has to say anything about what happened, feel anything, or figure anything out. Something can heal without going into it one little tiny bit. And so that's great for all kinds of people because a lot of people don't want to really get into the muck of the thing. They just want to get over it. So that's unique about it. Another unique thing is that just being um, in the TAT pose, which is touching some points at the front and back of your own head, Um, brings a person into resonance with their true self. They're kind of like in a condition that's, I would say, like after a person dies and they can look back on their life and just review things from a compassionate, involved, and detached way altogether. Just being in the TAT pose puts a person in that condition, so it's very Uh, extraordinarily easy to let go of things that were bothering us, Um, traumas we've been through, things people said to us that hurt our feelings, Um, things we did we wish we didn't or didn't do we wish we did, just the kind of messy stuff that keeps us tied up with stuff. It puts us in a place that's like this sort of heaven within right here and now. And I think those are a couple of the really unique things about it. That that sounds very profound to me, because having (laughs) been a a psychotherapist all my life, that's one of the things that people have trouble with or dread having to tell the story. And I've witnessed and experienced your magical process uh, many times and understand why you're one of the Um, leading uh, persons in the energy psychology movement. And uh, it it is so inspiring. And can you say a little bit how you came about to uh, come upon this method? Um, I know you're a licensed acupuncturist, but what, what was the process like when you were putting it together? Did it just kind of fall out of your head while you were doing your work and divinely inspired? <laughs> Almost. Um, well, I have a long background before I started doing acupuncture of being interested in spiritual things and, and direct experience of spiritual reality and also really being interested in how come... 
my friends and I can have these really profound spiritual experiences, but then after a few days, we're back in the muck of stuff, and it seems like we could never get out of these repeating patterns. I remember since I was pretty young thinking, how come I keep getting involved with men that are just like my dad, which is exactly what I don't want to do? (laughs) And having the same kind of feelings I had, you know, in my childhood, I was trying to get away from it. So I kept thinking, I'm taking responsibility for my part of, you know, what happened in the relationship. And I, I think I've learned my lesson. How come I keep doing it? So that was this constant background question for me, along with having experience that when you have direct experience of truth, it's very simple. So I was pregnant with twins. One died before birth. One died after 100 days and in an intensive care nursery. And my health was like really um, somewhat precarious because of that, because the one twin burst, that sac burst inside me and I got pretty sick. Um, So after that 100 days when my second baby died, a friend said, why don't you come see this great acupuncturist I know? So I did that and um, became an acupuncturist and just wanted to, to do something simple and effective on many different levels for people. Anyway, I was just um, doing this allergy process I'd learned. And I was taking a nap on my acupuncture table one day on a slow day between patients. And when I woke up, there was just this big thought in in the room with me of one of my professors at acupuncture school saying that all the meridians join and enter the brain right at this point that's just above the upper inner corner of each eye on, you know, on both eyes. It's the this channel, this acupuncture meridian that I was using that was part of the allergy treatment work I was doing. And so I thought, hey, if this is such a big deal point, maybe if I added it in when I'm working with clients, it's going to help them get over their allergies faster, and it did. And uh, then I was talking to one of my patients who came in for an allergy, and I was saying, hey, we're going to do this this time. And he said, oh, my little old Tai Chi master from China told me to touch those two points plus one in the middle, this other significant acupuncture point, which is also the same as the um, third eye area. He said, this little old Tai Chi master told me to touch these points if I ever had headaches or other problems. So I went, oh, cool, I'll try that. So I tried touching those three points, and it made my treatments more effective and my allergy treatments. Then I, uh, a few months later, I was talking to another friend of mine. You know how you have friends that are in the business but are kind of doing different things. She was doing all these eye exercises and said, oh, yeah, the eyes are the highest of our senses and the brain's vision center is at the base of the skull back here. And and I thought, well, you know, maybe when I was driving into work one day, I just thought, hmm, maybe if I just put my other hand at the base of the skull where the brain's vision center is, in, in addition to touching these three points in front, the two above each inner corner of each eye and then the third eye point, 
um, it would enhance the treatment. So what happened was people were getting over their allergies faster. And then one of the real turning points was this woman came in who was allergic to salt. I thought, man, what a pain. So, uh, (laughs) you know, (laughs) so after we worked together, she said, she was about 57 or so. She said, I've been in therapy for nine years. Um, When I was a child, I was sexually abused it was in a bar every time, and every time afterwards I was given a bag of potato chips. And it was like this bell went off in my head, ding! Wow. And I went, oh, my God, the salt, the salty potato chips just registered to her whole system as salt is no good for me, and this whole situation is absolutely no good for me. Wow. So what happened was she said, this is the first time in my life I can think of that whole period of my life and I have absolutely no emotional charge on it. And I was like, oh, my God. It was thrilling because I realized I could use what I'd come up with not just for allergies but just for traumas. So then that tied into my quest since I'd been a young woman of why do I keep doing these same stupid things and living in muck even after... Um, I've had direct experiences of truth. So so that was the start of it. And over time, I've seen things that hold things in stuck for people, like non-forgiveness and um, just not getting the information that, hey, that trauma is over. Like when somebody's, say, in a car crash and people say, hey, it's over, you survived. They're like, duh, they're out there, you know. They kind of don't get it. They keep being afraid to drive. Or people typically say they're in a relationship and have a bad divorce. They go, forget that. I'm never trying that again. So it's just like letting, you know, how do you let a person's whole, all their, their cells and their subtle bodies and their their ancestors know that everything is cool and they can relax now? So I found all these different pieces to add in, like information to share with ancestors and with ourselves and with the different parts of us as we're in the TAT pose that gets a person over something from what I can see in every dimension. So, yeah. I mean, go ahead. I was going to say that's that's way cool, and I I really what what resonated so much to me what uh-huh. you said Tapas was the direct experience of truth, yeah. and I I admire how you were on a journey and following spirit and a quest to come up with ways that were more productive than what we've been doing in establishment. And that's what I found so profound and why, in particular, I really wanted to have you as a guest on this show because I know firsthand what you're doing really works. Mm-hmm. And it's it's great to hear the story behind the story. And one of the things, when I recently revisited your website, and by the way, for the listening audience, it is T A P A S B I Z at Oh wait, it's the website excuse me, Mary Jo, that's T A T Life dot com is the website. 
Oh, you were okay. giving out my email. Yeah. Oh, all right. The email. All right. Well, tatlife.com. Right, and, yeah. and so I, I really recommend that those of you want to follow up further on this story, you check it out because she has a number of uh, videos on the site that describe some pretty remarkable changes that some of the clients have gone through that verify what you're talking about. And uh, it, it is really true. And um, I, I, I like when you talked about let all the cells and subtle body and ancestors go. It's like moving, um, um, rearranging things inside your brain of associations that were made that need to change. And that's, that's pretty amazing. So you you listed, uh, we talked about we were going to find ways to tap into the internal happiness inside. Do you want to elaborate more on that particular point that you identified as three keys to heaven on earth? Absolutely. The first is if you just simply do the TAT pose, you're going to start to tap into that because like I said, it just connects you with your own natural self, who and what you really are. So that's an awesome beginning. And when you go through the TAT process, people typically say, oh, I feel more peaceful or I feel more and or more relaxed, more present. That All of that is tapping into who and what you are inside right now. So just any time that you're feeling off, if you do TAT, you're automatically resonating with your real and divine self in a way that you weren't before you did it. And then the other thing is that uh, going for direct experience of who you are, what you are, the purpose of life, what life is, what love is, all of those key things is really essential because if you don't have that inside and you can't access that, then you're just like being thrown around by the waves of life and you're depending on trying to set up your environment so that it makes you feel okay. You've got to feel and be what you really are consciously so that when waves are happening, you're just riding them. You can swim. You're cool. You're not depending on um, what's going on out there for your happiness. So however you want to do that, that's something you just you have to do or you can't have real happiness. It just is something that flits in and flits out depending on the circumstances. So I do that with uh, TAT, this approach, and what we do is clear away things like we've learned from our families, our culture, um, things we've seen on TV, things we read in books, just all the stuff we've heard and seen about, about say, who we are, because that's the first place to start is who am I? So we clear that stuff out, and then we use this process also to 
go for direct experience. And direct experience, by that I mean an absolute change in your consciousness of what is. So we do that in a retreat, but however a person wants to do that, got to have that. Or you can't have that real kind of happiness. So that's, yeah, well, that's the first thing. What, what I hear you're saying, it's uh, instead of life happening to you, you happen to life. You become in charge of your destiny and not just reacting to the events that happen. Because an event that happens that you have no control of is a moment in time. But what you do about that moment in time, you do have control over. That's true. And also, if in the face of any situation, you're conscious of yourself as eternal, as love itself, as the heart of peace, whatever your actual, real, not mental, but real, experiences of yourself, then whatever's happening is just not going to totally mess you up, not going to totally throw you off. You're just there and you can live with it because you've got this constant, like, um, source of light and love that's your own being that's just there all the time. So if you've got that, you're, like, so set. For me, that's... That's the real gold. That's the, so the real gold because you take that with you lifetime after lifetime. You can't take any of these, um, you know, cool clothes you bought for this season with you. <laughs> or your favorite purse or anything. It's just like, what did you find out about who you really are? You can take that and that's, so that's why it's so central. That and, sounds right on. And I, you know, I think it may be good if we repeat what the TAT pose is, because uh, I know you mentioned it in the beginning, but I know f- folks who haven't experienced it will really wonder how can something so simple create such profound effects. And so I want to make sure that we talk about it again. And this is indeed true. I've witnessed it many times in uh, workshops where we have had uh, hundreds of people around and uh, it is for real. So I want to talk, have you describe each one of the points so that the listeners get it clear. Oh, sure. And I'd just like to say as a backup that if they go... If you listeners go to TATLife.com, there's a whole free uh, how to do this for a stressful event that includes pictures. So they can, they can check that out and see it on YouTube as well. But, okay, so here's how you do the TAT pose. You use your – TAT, by the way, is for tapas acupressure technique. So you use your thumb and your ring finger of each hand. By ring finger, I mean the one next to your pinky. And you just lightly touch – right above the upper inner corner of each eye with no pressure. So you're not squeezing your nose or anything. You just have a super soft, light touch. So when I'm doing it, I can feel the top of my tear ducts 
with the bottoms of those two fingers. And then you put your middle finger, your longest finger, at the third eye area, about like about just half inch or so above the level of the eyebrows and centered. And then you put your other hand at the base of your skull um, so that you're centered and so your thumb is just above your hairline. Where you like where you'd hold a baby's cradle a baby's head in your hand. Oh so yes, that, that is the TAT pose, and um, I was so excited about it when I first discovered it, and I didn't know if it was like just for me, or could I teach it, or what was the deal with this? It was so powerful because I think, my gosh, people come in with an allergy and 45 minutes later, their allergy is gone. By the way, too, if somebody does this for a trauma, it is a done deal. They don't need to revisit it or anything. They don't need to talk about it. That's why it's so great for combat veterans, too, or anybody who's been through any kind of trauma, heartbreak, car accident, what, you know, a parent died, whatever. Just the trauma and the stress of it just are like, oh, gone. So anyway, those are, those are the points. So like I was saying, I was so excited about it. I wrote this um, Taoist master, who's the guy who helped me after I, he helped me get my health back after um, those twins died. His name's Master Ni Watching. Uh, sorry about <laughs> No, I don't know which those tones are in Chinese, but anyway. So I wrote him a, a, a letter saying, hey, what's up with this? Because he comes from a family where he's in this unbroken lineage of master acupuncturists and being a Taoist master also, this unbroken lineage since the Han Dynasty. And he wrote me back a little postcard and he said, Dear Tapas, wonderful to hear from you. Um, Your personal discovery truly aligns with ancient knowledge. May your... Wow. (laughs) Yeah, may your personal discovery, may your... What did he say? May your practice make you rich and happy. And I went, great. I'm teaching this because this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You you couldn't ask for a better um, comment from a mentor, couldn't you? Could you? No, No. I'd say that's my best fortune cookie ever from my Chinese Taoist friend. (laughs) Well, we're we're getting uh, close to a break time now, Tapas. Uh, We'll come back shortly and... uh, Share some more information for the listening audience, okay? Sure, and we have a special how-to about their relationship with God. We'll show them toward the end of our second half. Sounds great. Thanks, and stay tuned uh, more with TAT and our wonderful guest, Tapas Fleming. Thank you. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. 
Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. The Mayan calendar tells us that we will be entering into a 260-day opportunity for us to engage in conscious co-creation with great spirit. How will we prepare ourselves for this exciting and unprecedented time in Earth's history? Peter Tung has dedicated over 20 years of his life's work to exploring that which is beyond understanding. Peter will help increase your awareness and education on this enlightening transformation in consciousness. Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation airs live Wednesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Wise Chats, simple talk, profound wisdom. To reach Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook or today's guest, please call us at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to maryjo at energymedicinepartnerships.com. Now, back to Wise Chats. Welcome back to the second half of Healing Relationships Through TAT. We've had some pretty amazing uh, pieces of information about how to shift into a new place in our lives. And now, Tapas, I'd like to tackle the really tough piece called forgiveness. How do we access the power to forgive and what it really means? One of the cool things that happened for me, Mary Jo, was when I realized it was within my power to forgive. It was like, wow, this is something I can just, I can do, and it's all mine. And it just felt like this is a wonderful um, power within. Um, I think that to really get there where you feel like you even want to (laughs) in some situations, you really have to do whatever your process is so that you're not blaming that person and you're not angry and you're not feeling like you don't understand me, you'll never know how what you did made me feel and how it messed me up. So you need a way to communicate all of that stuff. And um, with TAT, you can just simply do the pose and communicate those things. And then TAT, the process itself, there are nine steps, which we don't have time to go over in our get-together right now. But in those steps, people can get over any trauma, no matter how big, no matter how long ago, or no matter how recent also. People can get over it. So you have to feel at peace about the what happened, and you have to feel like you're free free and can really connect with that person and communicate whatever it is you've got going on that you want to communicate. So being in the TAT pose, you can do all of that. 
And then the way we define forgiveness in the world of uh, PAT is that it simply means accepting that was the best that person could do in that moment. Whether we like it or not, whether they like it or not, that's just the way it was. It was as lousy as that may have been, as hurtful, mean, destructive, violent, whatever, that actually was the best they could do in that moment. And it's, um, so forgiveness means accepting that. And it's, I think it's a great definition because it allows us to accept that in ourselves too and forgive ourselves. A lot of times it's easier to forgive other people than it is to forgive ourselves. So, um, people can access that power by doing the pose, the TAT pose, and just simply putting their attention on, it really is possible that that was the best I could do in that moment, and it really is possible that was the best they could do in that moment, even though I don't like it, even though I'm angry at myself for how I treated them, or even though I'm hurt by the way they treated me, that was the best we could do in that moment. So if you just simply let yourself kind of mull that over while you're in the TAT pose, then you've got access to the ability to forgive within yourself. And it's a fabulous power because not forgiving someone just means that we're keeping them tied to us in a really um, hurtful, negative way. And uh, one of my favorite saints, Amaji, the hugging saint, said that the, that uh, within each of us is what exists really is the self, and it's the same self. So she said, if you poked yourself in the eye with your finger... You wouldn't cut your finger off. (laughs) (laughs) Good example. Isn't it? You'd see both of them as you, and you'd go, okay. Yes. Oopsie. Yes. (laughs) I just poked myself in my eye. Oopsie. So it's it's more like that, and that is the direction of direct experience. It's more and more um, compassion because we're really... More and more seeing that the nature of all of us within us is the same. So it's like, yeah, you know, I uh, really could see myself having done what that person just did. Maybe not in the past two months, but maybe 15 years ago. You know, so things things just get more naturally um, compassionate and naturally forgiving. The more direct experience you have and also the more you practice forgiveness for yourself and others. And it's very easy with TAT. The other cool thing about, I'll just say another cool thing about TAT is you don't have to feel all, oh, I forgive you. I really mean it. I so forgive you. You don't have to have any kind of made up, yucky, or or heartfelt, okay, I I really get it now, and I can really forgive you kind of feelings. You just simply do the pose and make this intention. 
like what there are three pieces to our forgiveness steps and one of them is I forgive everyone who hurt me related to this whatever the, this is just the trauma or the upset you're working on I forgive everyone who hurt me related to this and I wish them love happiness and peace I mean it's really awesome to feel yourself wishing that for someone who has not treated you well. It just makes you feel really good and powerful. So uh, that's, that's how you can access your power to forgive and what forgiveness really means. That's awesome. And I, I love having a resource other than people running to go get medication to deal with stuff that's happened in their life. And it's not that I'm against that medication can help in certain kind of conditions. But mm-hmm. once they latch on to this as a tool that is available for all of us to deal with the kinds of things that happen, will produce a major shift in the world. And I, I'm so committed to that process especially as a healthcare professional and as a psychotherapist. There aren't enough of us to go around to do the kind of work that needs to be done when we can help empower people to make changes for themselves with really very, very difficult things that have happened in their lives. And I know our last show, we talked about ethics and some really critical issues Uh, related to that and how hurtful it was. And I was so impressed with Dr. Curtin and how she approached very similar to what you said about forgiving and what she said um, that a person who had taken her material and used it, she uh, didn't embarrass her in front of everybody when she presented it as if it was hers. She went up privately and dealt with it. And she was talking about the same concept, but in a little bit different direction. And But we all need to look at that lack of forgiveness hurts us. The, the event, sure, it created a problem for us that we need to work through. But learning how to shift our energies and move into the energy of forgiveness is huge, huge. And having concrete tools, I mean... Why not try it? it? And I love the the one story that's on your website where the person who was in the armed service, he said, I went to this retreat and thought that I'd leave right away. I'd only be here just a short period of time. I didn't unpack my bags because I thought this really can't help me at all. And he said, I found that wasn't true and I'm here to stay. I'm here to learn what there is to learn and how I can make a difference. And the shift occurred. And he actually, I think, I don't know if it was at the same time, brought his children. And that's a point I think we we ought to make, that this can be used not only with adults, but children as well. Would you like to comment on that? Oh, yeah. It's, it's great. They change very quickly. There's a special pose where they do it themselves, or if they're too little to do it, Parents can do it for them, and they just change very fast. I, I um, have used it with my daughter since she was little. I went to her kindergarten, was it kindergarten? No, first grade class, and sat in those little tiny chairs with them and showed them how to do it. And they, there were several of them that already had pets who died, or they knew other children. One girl 
knew a child who died from cancer, and they had things to deal with, and it just clears it up right away. So it's great knowing that kids can have a tool they can use. And there are people in um, Mexico who've used it with hundreds of people at a time after natural disasters, and they made up a story to go with it to tell children that they're an assistant to a magician, and so they're putting on this magic hat. So the hand in front is like is actually flat and just covers the tops of the eyes and the third eye point for children, and then the hand in back is in the same pose. So it's like you slide this hat on, you put on this magic hat, and then they talk about the things that happened, and then they would be cleared up. It, what it a all- great story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy who came actually came to, he was the combat veteran. He came to actually prove that this would not work. And he was angry with us for saying we had something that could help people like him. We did not know what we were talking about. So, yeah, he, uh, he actually came in the first day using a cane. And after that, he was back to riding a bicycle 15 miles. Wow. Yeah, it's that that speaks for itself, doesn't it? It it does. It does. Yeah. Well, I I'm going to follow your lead, Tapas. I'm going to Peru next month and doing some teaching there and we have a kids helping kids program and in with your permission, I'd like to take your magic hat story and share it with the kids. I know they would love it. That would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. That, one of the things uh, I've I've been working in Peru now since about 2000, and one of the um, um, I heard a voice that uh, we needed to start a kids helping kids program, and I called Sister Marg, uh, who I had been working with, and I said I just heard a voice that we needed to start a kids helping kids program. She said, "What is it?" I said, "I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go along," and so. Uh, we just started, and again, it's being authentic, following your guidance, being in the moment, having direct experience. And they started sharing with the kids very simple kinds of things and how they can shift their energy in their body and, and deal with the stresses that were going on in their lives. And that's what we need. We, we don't need to just medicate children or adults to deal with the things that are happening to them. We need to find simpler, gentle ways, and you certainly have come up with a, a master uh, resource for all of us. Well, thanks. How about we, we tackle this next one where we're looking at uh, getting happier with God? I love <laughs> that. Uh, you always come up with such unique ways of saying things, so I want to know <laughs> how I can get happier with God. <laughs> okay, well... As you read earlier, sometimes people are mad at God. They don't want to admit it even to themselves, pretty much, and they certainly wouldn't want to tell anyone else, and they're afraid of the consequences. They might be afraid of going to hell if they're mad at God, so they're kind of left stuck with this yucky thing going on, and that typically happens, like, if there's um, an earthquake and a bunch of people in someone's community die, or um, someone's 
someone in a person's family was killed by a drunk driver or someone who was crazy or there are a lot of or or you just feel like geez i've been praying about this so long don't you even hear me what's what's your problem god so there are a lot of things that happen that people end up being mad at god about so what you can do is just simply do the TAT pose and have a silent conversation with God. And in that conversation, just let things be the way they really are. Just allow yourself to silently say, or you could do it out loud as long as you're feeling comfortable either way, but say things like, I don't even know if you're there because you don't seem to be responding to me at all. Um, if you're really there, how could you have let this horrible thing happen to my whole community? How heartless are you anyway? What are you doing? I mean, did you create the world and now you're out playing golf or something? What's the story? Um, I don't want to think you're really mean and heartless, but by the way you're treating everybody, it sure looks like it to me. And then some people even say they hate God, so just... Just let it be. You're so, you know, I think you're pretty good in a lot of ways, but look at what's going on over here. Look at all these starving people. Why did you create people just to let them starve? What? I can't, I can't forgive you for that. I can't like you. I don't even know that you're there. So whatever it is, you just allow yourself to say it just the way it is without any editing. And if you're afraid of consequences are going to hell, then you can start off by saying, look, I'd I'd really like a better relationship with you. So I'm only saying these things because I'd really (laughs) like a better relationship. (laughs) So so hear me out for a few minutes here. (laughs) And Uh, And then just let it roll. And by three minutes, things will have changed. So you just do the TAT pose and, and do that. And some people may feel like, well, I don't know if I can talk to God. So you, you just start off with, well, I don't know if I can really talk to you, God, because um, I don't know. I think you only talk to the rare people now and again. I don't know if you really talk to people like me. I'm not even clergy or anything. <laughs> You know, whatever you've got going on, and and then, but but here's what I have to say. So I'm telling you, and I'm just trusting that somehow you're going to get the message. So what I want to say is that there's something about the TAT pose itself that is like a it's like a universal access connector. It's like it gives you um, everybody's cell phone number and. <laughs> and you can call them directly, whether it's something small like cells in your body, or you can talk to your knee, or you can talk to God, you can talk to your mom who died, you can talk to somebody you were in a relationship with that's still bothering you. You can just talk to anyone of any size, any dimension, subtle dimensions, and any time just by being in the pose. It's very um, amazing. It's like, call anyone, and they're instantly in touch. And just as a bonus, I'd like to say that if you have someone who's died and it's just 
still hurting inside and you feel like you can't be in touch with them, then I recommend you do the pose and have a silent conversation with them and that'll connect you. Perfect. Thank you for sharing that because I'm <laughs> I'm teaching a workshop in uh as I said in Peru next month and that's what my topic is dealing with death and dying. I said to them, "Are you sure that's what you want me to talk about?" And they said, "Yes. People do not know how to deal with what's happened to them." And this mm-hmm. is a perfect example for it. And and I I really love your candid way of of how you describe things and not too long ago, I was I was driving and was really uh, worried about some issue that uh, was uh, giving me a hard time. And I had tried to reach a couple of my friends and no one was available because one of the things I'd like to do is talk issues through with different people. And I couldn't find anybody. And I go, oh, there's nobody here to talk to. And, of course, driving is kind of a – I have my two dogs in the back seat, And I go – I know I can talk to God. Why not? And I remember doing and thinking about what you're saying in exactly the way you said what you said. And the shift that occurred by being in that authentic place. So I think the pose accesses a deep place inside, but paired with that, the authentic either saying out loud or thinking at, thinking about the issue what what you're what you're releasing is saying i'm i want to get to another place show me how it's the ultimate of surrender that i think i heard you just describe mm. yep it's it's being real in the relationship yeah and surrender is a good way to say it being real to what's there Well, um, I I really liked hearing when you describe the different points and what they access. And it would be helpful to me if we did that again. The two inner points at the corners of the eye, um, say more ab- about that. Because I think hearing that, why and how it is working, would would be good, at least definitely, for me to hear again. Okay. The two points are just above the upper inner corner of each eye. That's the start of a channel that runs the whole length of your body. It runs from there all the way to the outside of your little toe, across your head, all the way down your back, out along your legs, and boom, all the way out. So it's a long channel. And um, so all the meridians, there's, besides the main meridians, acupuncture meridians, there are other ones that just join in and enter the brain right at that point. It's a powerful point. And then there's, and then there's the third eye point, and then the other points. There are several points at the base of your skull where your other hand is. So another thing about those points, Mary Jo, is that they are the front and back of the sixth chakra. I didn't know till later in life that chakras had a backside. So that's the front and back of the sixth chakra. And for each chakra, when it's mastered, it gives the person who's mastered it um, spirit, 
a particular spiritual power. And um, long after I met my first guru, who gave me my name, Tapas, I was reading about the region, the regions of the different chakras. Each chakra is is a region, like the region of um, truth. Anyway, I found out after he gave me my name and after I'd come up with TAT, Tapas Acupressure Technique, that this sixth chakra is the region of Tapas. Isn't that funny? Wow, that is <laughs> yeah. funny. And well, you, the, you're... And the, go, go the ahead. spiritual power that a person gets from mastering this chakra is the power to bear the dualities of life. And that's exactly what happens with TAT because you become centered. You're not focused on the good and the bad, the yes and the no, the highs and the lows. You're centered in your true being with this technique. And so you can bear things being out there, manifesting as wonderful, manifesting as terrible because within you've got this, shining happiness that's there all the time what a perfect way for us to end the show we just about <laughs> had one minute left tapas and i i'm i'm thrilled i'm thrilled with the information that you've passed on and uh will be um communicating to those in my network to be sure and listen to your show and come up with some helpful hints and one of the things that I'd like to do is um, uh, leave each show with a saying in affirmation. And for this show, I'd like to do guidance. And at times, we all need guidance to find our way. Take time to call guidance to you and then pass it on to others who are in need as well. The law of abundance determines there is unlimited opportunity to receive support and help when we need it. May guidance come to and through me. And I feel you've been a great guide, Tapas, to uh, our listeners in looking at so many important phases of uh, healing relationships and just taking one little piece that you said, um, a, a person can spend a lifetime of application You've given us to me, as I would term it, a million dollars how to spend and make our lives better and richer in so many different ways. And thank you for being on the show. And um, any closing thing you'd like to say to our listening audience? Yes, I wish everyone the deepest happiness, lasting happiness. And Mary Jo, thanks for having me. It's been really so much fun. It always is fun when we're together, Tapas. Thank (laughs) you for being who you are and being in the world. And and what I want to say is you've created a masterful resource that people can tap in to help change your lives. And it started with you following your spiritual guidance. And that's what these wise shows are about, following spiritual guidance. And thanks for being such a good teacher for us. Thanks, Mary Jo. Okay, we'll see you again. Okay, and bye. Next, thank you. Next week we'll have our, our show is going to be Life Beyond Life, and we'll have some more stories and wise chats. Thank you for listening in, and look forward to 
seeing you next week. Best blessings and love to all and those who are important in your lives and those who may be giving you struggles because they're your great teachers. Bye for now. Thanks again for being a part of Wise Chats. Please join your host, Dr. Mary Jo Bulbrook, again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America's 7th Wave Channel. We hope that you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.